What do you do when you feel like you're losing your soul? Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. Today's episode is an answer to a question that comes from Katie, and Katie wrote in with one simple question. What can be done for a leader who is already experiencing symptoms of lost soul? So when we deliver some of our Winning Well workshops, Karen and I will often share five stages of manager soul loss. And these are things like you lose your footing, you lose your confidence, and ultimately you lose your heart and you lose your soul. And there's various symptoms that go with it. But ultimately, when we talk about losing your soul as a leader, we're talking about the isolation, the bitterness, and the burnout that sets in for a number of different reasons. And so to answer Katie's question about what do you do if you are there right now, you're feeling like you're already in a place of having lost your soul. Well, first is I want to extend some empathy and let you know you're not alone. With Katie, we've certainly been there. I have been there. And it can feel frustrating and it can feel very confusing. So let's take a look at why we get there. Often when we feel like we're losing our soul, it's because we've maybe lost our perspective. We don't know how to succeed in a specific situation and it's, you know, it's drowning us. Or sometimes our values can be in conflict. And so depending on which of those situations is the case, that will guide us to do some different things to help resolve it. But before any of that, the first thing that you want to do is to reground yourself in your why. Can you reconnect with and and reclaim your reason why you're choosing to lead and to manage in the first place? Why do you do what you do? Where is it that you're helping people? Where are you making a difference? Where are you improving things for others? Reconnecting with your why is the fuel for your leadership and your management. It helps you keep your normal daily work frustrations in perspective. Every job, every leadership position, every management position is going to have frustrations. It's just the nature of work. Part of being able to deal with them and have them in in a healthy perspective relative to the bigger picture is to reconnect with that bigger picture. So what's your why? And if you look for your why and you can't find it and you really don't like the work that you're doing, that might be a sign that it's time to look for another option. Or if that's not possible, what why, what purpose can you find in what you're doing that is bigger than some of the irritations that you're facing? Once you've reconnected with your why and your purpose, let's take a look at where your biggest frustrations come from. As I mentioned earlier, leaders can feel like they're losing their soul for a couple different reasons. It might be because you feel like people aren't listening to you. Maybe you find yourself treating people in ways that you know deep inside aren't healthy, and you don't like who you're seeing when you look in the mirror every night. Maybe you're working in a tough situation, your supervisor's demanding, and you're not sure you can get the performance that they're expecting. Or maybe your values are in conflict either with your leader, their approach to work, or maybe you're dealing with a toxic supervisor yourself. So what is it for you? If you feel like you're losing your soul, what's causing it? 
Once you know that, then you can start seeking out specific tools to help you reclaim your confidence and, and rebuild your footing and get your heart back in it, ultimately reclaiming your soul. So, for example, if you feel that people aren't listening, you need to rebuild your credibility so you can get clear about your MIT, your most important thing. Check for understanding. Get the specific behaviors clear that everyone needs in order to perform and to succeed. Maybe do a confidence burst. When it's not happening, use the inspire accountability conversations that, that you've received in earlier episodes for the people who aren't getting it right away. So that's an example of how you would apply some specific tools for the situation where you're feeling like people aren't listening. Let's say that you're in the situation where you know you don't like how you're treating people and you don't like the person that you've become in this role. Well, maybe you can tap into the confidence competence model where we look at how confident people are versus how competent they are and we make sure and give them the specific conversation that they need in order to grow in that moment. Are we going to encourage them? Are you going to challenge them because they're really good and they know they're good? Do they need a coaching conversation? Are they needing training? What is it that they specifically need? And quickly, how can you give it to them? So you can use that uh, as a model to help you do that. And if you're not familiar with the confidence competence model, put it in the show notes so that you can get the link there and take a look at that. Help you to quickly have the conversations that your people need in order to grow and develop themselves. If you're struggling with your supervisor and you're not sure you can meet their expectations, maybe start with an expectations matrix and even get clear with one another. What are you expecting? What does success look like for me and for this team? And what are they not expecting? And is there anywhere where maybe you're putting in energy that you don't need to be? If the priorities are so many that you can't keep them straight and they seem insurmountable, can you have a conversation where you help them to help you prioritize what actually matters most. And now, if you have a conflict with values, you don't like the way that something is happening, you can have a conversation about that as well. I've had those conversations with, uh, all the way up to the CEO of organizations that I've worked with, where I really had a concern about how we were approaching something. Philosophically, I just didn't feel it was right. You can approach that. You can have an inspire conversation. Hey, I noticed that this is happening. I'm not sure it aligns with our values, and I'm curious uh, why we're doing it this way. I'm curious, are we open to doing it other ways? And here is philosophically why I'm, I'm concerned about this approach. And sometimes the answer you'll get is, you know what, I'm really glad you brought that up. Sure, I'm open to other ways of take, doing this. Let's take a look at that. And, and I've had those conversations, and I've had them go well. And I've also had those conversations where they didn't go well. And basically was told, yes, that's the way we do things. That's our philosophy. And so be it. And in that situation, it's good to know that and be very clear about that. Because if you're losing your soul because of a values conflict and the values aren't going to change, then it's good to know because it's healthy for you to acknowledge it. Acknowledge that your values are not the same as the team or the leaders and you need to find a better fit elsewhere. In either in the same organization or outside the organization, depending on the situation. So those are just a few examples. The critical question is, why are you losing your soul? Where are those feelings coming from? And how can you start to do things differently to rebuild your confidence and your belief in yourself?
The good news is that unless it's a values conflict, I really believe you can do it. If you're in over your head from a technical perspective and you just lack the fundamental skills that you need in order to succeed, it may be time to take a step back and, and get what you need in that capacity and then take another try. But otherwise, you've got what you need. It's a matter of establishing your confidence, showing up with confidence and humility, focusing on those results, getting clarity, practicing the accountability, building good connections and relationships with people, and you will be able to lead well, achieve those transformational results without sacrificing your humanity in the process. So Katie, I appreciate the question, appreciate the transparency of the question. And if you were feeling like Katie, like, you're in over your head, you're losing your soul, sacrificing your humanity in your leadership and management. Just want to remind you, it does not have to be that way. You can lead well. You can enjoy your work. And the tools that we're sharing here on Leadership Without Losing Your Soul are the tools you can use to achieve those breakthrough results. Get results that last without losing your soul in the process. So that was Katie's question, and I would love to answer your question. If you've got a leadership or management-related question, something going on in your life, or in regard to any of our previous episodes, you can send that to me one of two ways. You can email it at david.die at letsgrowleaders.com, or go to leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com, and there you'll find the home for the podcast, you'll find, see a big orange button. You can click that button and you can record your question. Leave us your name, where you're from, and we'd love to use your question on a future episode. Remember, if you are feeling as though you're losing your soul, it's likely due to one of just a few reasons. Either you've lost your perspective and small things have gotten all out of perspective and become big, Maybe you're not knowing how to succeed in a specific situation, or there's a values conflict going on. Either way, start with your why, ground yourself in your values, ground yourself in your purpose, and then start focusing on the specific skills that will help you either build the results, build the relationships, or resolve the values conflict you're experiencing. Until next time, be the leader you'd want your boss to be. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.